From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me as always is Mr. Corey Banke, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from the LiveX studios in Midtown Manhattan. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field. And we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we have a very, very, very special guest joining us. He's a former Pro Bowler, forever a XLV Super Bowl champion, and one of my all-time favorite Packer players, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Trevon Williams! Woo! Yeah! What is What's up? What's going on, fellas? Going home. Um, man, I can't believe it, man. I cannot believe you're here. This is incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. How you doing? No, no problem. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm just enjoying life. I was, I well, obviously the I first. I mean, it looks like you're in a palace right now. I mean, <laughs> right? like he's hanging out with some kings and stuff. <laughs> I love I mean, it. He was... Oh no! Oh no! Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, there we go. Uh. So I got to ask, obviously, first question off the bat, how's retirement treating you? You know, the Packers are down a couple cornerbacks. Can you make the trip to Arizona real quick if they need you? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I love Arizona, man, so I wouldn't mind making that trip at all. <laughs> okay. Seriously, though, how, how is retirement doing? I mean, I know it's probably still feeling pretty new. It's got to be a little weird not to be in the mix, so to speak. How are you doing out there? I'm doing great, man. Retirement is great. Um, getting a chance to spend time with, with the kids. Um, I'm coaching, coaching my little boy in football right now. Um, coach my little boy and my little girl in track. So, you know, they're trying to make me become a coach. I guess they think because you play professional football, you got to coach everything. Football, <laughs> basketball, track, I got to do it all, man. So I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, I know. I've seen a couple of your clips. T2 looks like he's tearing it up. He is, man. He's growing so fast. He just made 11 years old. Um, man, he, he's, he's growing. He's growing fast. I think he's going he's gonna to surpass me in, in height <laughs> and everything. I think he's going to be about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, him. I, um, so I was going to say, it's really apparent doing, on the videos. Like, he's bigger than every other kid out there. Yeah, man. He, <laughs> he, he's growing. So it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. Um him coming into his own, he obviously likes football more than anything just because I did it. Um, we try to, you know, press him to do other things, but, you know, football is in his heart. So, you know, that's the one thing that we have to let him do. I love it, man. As long as he loves it. That's, yeah, yeah amen to that. I love it so right. much. Um, talking about, obviously, retirement is pretty, obviously, a recent development for you. Uh, what was it like last year? I can't imagine what a whirlwind it must have been the being signed for the NFC championship game in green Bay. Right. And I know like Twitter exploded. Obviously everyone loves you. Was there any chance you were getting into that game? I know they brought you up from the practice squad, like, or was it literally just like, all right, we're going to have them there in case of emergency. It was a chance that I can get in that game. Um, it was, it was, a, it, it, it was a crazy situation. Um, I don't think I've, I've told anybody, any media, anybody this, so you guys get this first scoop. So throughout the week, obviously, um, 
you know, Kevin missed a couple of days at practice or whatnot. And, um, you know, uh, because of his back, um, his back kind of loosened up and he was ready to go for game day. But with, up on that Thursday or that Friday during practice, I, be, I began to get a lot of reps, um, even in with the starting corners. They started putting me in with the starting corners. And uh, I said to myself, I said, man, I said, I'm I'm about to play in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. <laughs> I said, I'm about to play in the NFC Championship game. So, nonetheless, we got to the game. Um, obviously, Kevin was up. And, um, you know, at that point, you know, I was just ready to play my role. Um, but it came to a chance to where possibility of Kevin didn't play, I could have potentially started that game. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Especially since you were literally on another team, what, the week before? Like, that's ins- right. that's insane. That's insane. Right. Oh, man. Crazy. Well, obviously, the, the impetus for your, your being here tonight is because you retweeted my tweet regarding Rashawn Gary, and everyone exploded. Like, uh, obviously, we love Rashawn. We love what he brings to the team. There are lots of haters out there, both within the fan base and around the draft kind of industrial complex. What do you see when you look at Rashawn? Uh, What are your impressions of his game? And, uh, you know, what what do you think of the team this year in general as far as, you know, you're obviously – it's got to be weird, like like I said, retirement, first year looking at it. Uh, What have you seen on the field? First and foremost, um, I love Rashawn, and I love what he's doing right now. I feel like he's he's kind of in, into that transition where he's he's kind of flipping the switch. He's kind of taking off right now. I, I, I kind of got that feeling that he's about to be with the track with the Packers drafted him to be. Um, just for me being around him, I think if you see the ability that he has, um, the speed that he has, the explosion that he has, and the strength that he has, it's only a matter of time before before he starts to take off. And I think that people are starting to see that now. I think you have to give guys like that time because you got to imagine where Rashawn came from. He came from um, playing with his hands down in Michigan as a D tackle. So he has to make that transition. He has to develop certain moves from the outside linebacker position. Um, One thing that he does has, like I said, is speed and explosion. So those things are going to be there. But when you develop the moves to go along with those things, um, he's going to become dangerous, and I feel like that's what he's about to do. When you look at the defense and what they've been doing under Joe Barry, obviously big challenge tomorrow night down in Arizona. But what have you thought as far as – I mean, you obviously had to learn different schemes throughout your career. How do you think they've done as far as implementing a new kind of set of rules, ideas, schematically, et cetera, with a lot of the same personnel? Feel like they're doing great i feel like they're making adjustments to the players that they do have um i'm not gonna lie to you I, the first week i was like man <laughs> i said man i don't know what's going on man. have we made a mistake <laughs> yeah i don't I'm think you were alone in that one <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you but man um i also understand too that um it's only one week just like aaron said it's only one week um, every week is different. Every year is different in the NFL. Just because you have do one thing great one year doesn't mean it's going to happen again the next year. I've been around long enough to know that it doesn't happen like that. 
But um, I believe the defense is doing great, man. I, I believe that they're resilient. I believe that they've been guys in and out of the lineup and they still find a way to play really good football. I think that they're at a point to where if they continue to play solid football, even with the guys that they do have playing, I mean, you got rookies, you, you, Jair is hurt, Kevin is hurt. I mean, you got guys stepping in and, and they're getting a job done. I believe when you start to get some of those guys back, I believe when you get Z back in the lineup, I, I believe when you get Preston back in the lineup, that this team can be scary. This defense can be scary um, because one thing you can do with Z is you can move Z all over the line from, from the outside to the inside and he's going to cause havoc wherever he goes. And you still got Preston and you got Rashawn who's taking off right now. I believe this defense can be scary. It's, it's one of them to watch out for. No doubt about it. Um, Kind of pulling back and looking at the season, going back to the off season, obviously a lot of stuff in the ether, so to speak, in because of the Aaron Rodgers situation, the last dance, so to speak. What was your reaction to that? Because you went through, you were, you came on board what two thousand six. You you came, right. you lived through the Favre to Rodgers stuff. What were what, what were you thinking and what were you feeling as far as everything that transpired this summer and then Rodgers coming back and then possibly being with the last year with Aaron Rodgers? Well, I was, I was just like any other fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, man, A-Rod ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I don't see him going nowhere. Um, the Packers are not going to let him go, and he really don't want to go anywhere. That's the way that I felt about it. Um, just being in denial at the same time, but I also understand business is business. You know, I've been in those situations, and I know enough to know that you know, it doesn't always look as good as it seems. It's sometimes the opposite, the other way around. So um, I was biased just like anybody else. I didn't want him to go anywhere for my own selfish reasons. Um, <laughs> I know that he probably want to be a Packer the rest of his career. Ah, you never know if it's going to happen. I mean, it didn't happen to the best of them. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, like you said, sure. the whole far, the whole far saga. Hope it don't happen to Aaron. I'll just say that. What What was that like going back to the the transition from Brett to Aaron? Because I mean, I remember talking to guys. It was kind of surprising to me as a fan sitting on the outside. Obviously, we're not privy to everything you guys know, but I remember talking to guys about and being surprised at the fact that a lot of the younger players were like, "Yeah, we want Aaron," because they were, you know, they weren't there the whole time with Brett, and they, you know, they hadn't gone through everything with Brett. What What was that kind of transition like? For Aaron, it probably was tough. For us, I think we we knew what we had. We knew what we had. And I always go back to this game back in 2007, um, the Cowboys game, when um, I think Brett got hurt. I think he started off the game with slow, threw, threw a couple picks early in the game, and he got hurt. I think he hurt his thumb. And Aaron came in. And some of the throws that I saw him make, and me and some of the defensive backs was on the sideline looking around like, man, we, we're about to win this game. <laughs> we're about to come back and win this game. And we saw some of the throws he was making. He was making all the right reads. He was putting it um, in different zones, in different holes, um, in, tight, in tight coverage. And I was like, man, that's what you want to see out of your guy. It was time for him to step up anyway. So when it came down to that saga, I felt bad for Aaron because, as you said, I came in in 06 – and Brett was the guy, and Aaron was a actually able to c 
come out in the community and, and, and do things. He's able to go to a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> he's able to go to a Red Rock. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So, right. so he used to do those things with us. He can do those things with us. And um, and we enjoyed that about him. So, I got, so we got a chance to know him more on a personal level from that standpoint. So we was behind him all the way. I love it. I love it, man. Um, speaking of old teammates and, you know, guys you played with, et cetera, how great was it to see Al Harris and Charles Woodson go into the Packers Hall of Fame? It was great, man. I, I don't think it should have been any other way. You know, those two guys, um, when I came in, you know, took me under their wings and, and showed me everything they know. Al was, Al was the first one to grab me and showed me everything he, he knew. And um, Charles did the same thing. So just for me to have both of those guys in, the, in that defensive back room, both great players, different in their own manner, but but both great in what, at what they do. Al was great at you give me a man and I'm and I'm gonna lock him down. That that was Al mindset, and we took that from him. And Wood was like, you put me anywhere on the field, I'm gonna make plays. And I got a chance to see both of those guys and, and, and able to put some of their game in my game. I felt like I had the ability to do that anyway. You know, I felt like I had the athletic ability, the speed, whatever it took to really play with whatever type of ball I wanted. Now, I wasn't a 200-pound corner, so, <laughs> you know, when you put Wilson in that nickel uh, and he goes and, and, and he, he's physical on these tackles and sacking these quarterbacks, you wasn't going to see that from me. I was going to do it in a different <laughs> way. I was going to do it like Wilson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wasn't gonna do it like that because I wasn't a 200 pound corner. I wasn't a right. big guy. I came in at 185, so I mean, I still had the height, the speed, and everything to go along with it. But I was able to uh, add add the things to their game that I like, and um, it made it work. It made it work, no doubt. I mean, so many yeah. big plays. Obviously, everyone remembers. The play in so Atlanta, the, the play in Atlanta will forever be oh my God. one of the greatest Atlanta moments game. in Packers history. Oh do you, how do you, I got to, I, yeah, do you, I want to, yeah, I want to ask exactly right. that. Tremont, do you ever think about that? Like you were part, like I'm a, I'm a green, but you know, like I look at all the teams and like, there's all these arguments about the greatest Packers teams, but you were part of literally the greatest run in Super Bowl history. I think as far as like going away, you know, Philadelphia, uh, Atlanta, Chicago, then going to Dallas, and everybody counted the Green Bay Packers out that all four games the whole time. Like, do you ever look back on that and watch games and just be like, yeah, that was me. That was me. Yep, that was me. Like, it's gotta, it's gotta just, you know, I, I've had Tom, I've had Tom Crabtree here at the house, and I always look at him and go, you're forever a Green Bay Super Bowl champion. That's, that's gotta feel like really amazing. It, it, it does, man. Um, and one of the things that is so surreal to me is that if you get the Super Bowl DVD, I actually got a segment on there for me. <laughs> like hey. I got a segment on there for me, the rise of Tremont Williams. Like that, that is mind-boggling to me that I was able to get my own segment for the Super Bowl run. Um, that that was awesome. But that team was special. Um, I actually watched Ryan Clark <laughs> this week. He did an interview, um, and he was talking about our team. He was talking about our team, how great our team was, and that um, most teams, before they go to the Super Bowl, they don't watch the game that they, because they don't care who they're playing. They're just trying to get to the Super Bowl. 
but he said they was locked in on when we were playing Chicago because they were rooting for Jay Cutler. They said they wanted Jay Cutler to win because they did not want to play us. <laughs> they did not want to play us. And, I, hey, and I'm not mad at him, though, because we had that type of talent on our team. So when we got into the playoffs, we we just had a feeling. We was like, man, we don't think anybody's going to be able to stop us at this, at this point in that's literally how it turned out. No question about it. Hey, you mentioned, you know, your the 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 Tremont Williams kind of path. Obviously, I think most Packers fans are familiar with your story as far as how you ended up in Green Bay, the fact that you were undrafted. Um, do you find right. yourself rooting for undrafted guys? Like if there are like a number of players, what have you, whatever, whether it's the Packers or just NFL ball in general, are you kind of like drawn to undrafted guys, kind of the underdog guys? I am. I, I really am. Um, for the simple fact, my, my story gets told around the league a lot. So I get guys reaching out to me, um, undrafted guys, guys who are looking for inspiration, motivation to just basically know that they, that, they, that they belong there. And that's one of the things that I tell guys when you get in the NFL as an undrafted guy. I mean, you can't make any mistakes. But the one thing that I tell those guys is that when you step on that field or you step in that locker room, you step in there like you belong. A lot of guys, you're going you're gonna to be in there with guys like, like Charles Wilson, like Al Harris, like Aaron Rodgers, and some of those guys can be starstruck from that. When you step in that locker room or that field, you step in there like you belong. And that's the, that's the advice I give to them. And I, I say, if you, if you feel that way and you play that way, I say, you'll make it throughout. Man, I'll never forget. I remember the first couple summers when you were with Green Bay. And it's that thing of like, and I always say it because I literally say this every year during training camp. It's like if you are an undrafted guy or a late-round pick and you're fighting for a spot, just make, just make a play a day. A play a day that might not even be like a highlight play, but just something that makes the coaches kind of take note, make a note. Maybe they see it on film, what have you. And, dude, you did that every day. Every those first couple summers, it was un it was unmissable. Like that's was, that's, that's true. That's a, that's that. another point that I made to those guys too. Um, I can remember when Sam came in um, the year we won the Super Bowl. I can remember when he came in in that practice. Um, it was just certain plays that he would make that we knew nobody else could make, and we said to ourselves, we were like, man, that kid's gonna get on the field early. <laughs> And nonetheless, he he got on the field early because it was just certain things that he did at practice. I mean, he was still raw at the time, but it was just certain plays that he made on certain routes that not a lot of people was making those plays. And everybody took notice of it, and he, he eventually came in as the starting nickel as an undrafted free agent. Love it. Absolutely love it. Tremont, you are an absolute legend for joining us tonight, clearly from your palatial estate uh from we're, the King's Palace, the King's Palace there, uh, that you're hanging you out in there. some undisclosed location. I know, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all do all do the Green Bay, baby. Thank you. I love thank it. You. I love it. Tremont, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> hey, man, what, what do you think happens tomorrow night? What, what, what are you going to yeah. be watching for, and what do you? How do you think the Packers fare against this Cardinals team? Um, I think the Pack, Packers match up well against the Cardinals team. Actually, I think it's going to be tough, but I also know that. From my experience with Aaron, 
Aaron tends to play very good ball um, even when he don't have his best weapons. I don't know the status on Devontae or, at, or Allen. I don't know their status, but um, I do know that the times that I've played with Aaron and he haven't had his star players, he's became even more difficult to deal with. So I believe that he's going to put his best foot forward tomorrow. I believe he's going to put this team on his back. And I believe they, that they're going to give Arizona their first loss. That's what I'm talking about. All right. That's right. Tremont Williams carries the G, ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> yes, what sir. I am talking about. Tremont, yes, I can't thank you enough for joining us, man. We, we absolutely, really, super, a billion percent appreciate it. You are forever a Packers legend. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys, thank you. man. Thank, thanks for having me. Um, always appreciative of you guys. Just, you know, um, giving me a little pub publicity. We love and, you, man. You know we love being, you. Just being a fan, man. Love you guys. Love you, man. Thank you so much. Have a great yeah, night, the man. Best, Tremont. Thank you Appreciate so much. It, uh, love Tremont Williams. Corey Banky. Awesome. Tremont Williams was just on our show. Just he's so great. In case you missed it. He's just so great. Like he's just he's like great. He's he's just awesome. I love him so love much. It. Um, all right, we gotta we gotta we gotta stop for a second. We're gonna reset Nagler. All right, here we go. Are you ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly Let's from last week? We got the good. We got Rashawn Bain Gary. We got the bad. We got AJ putting it on the carpet, Dylan. We got the ugly. We got official reviews taking four billion hours out of my life. Oh dear. Can't handle it, Banky. Oh, I cannot handle it. Dear. These reviews wow. are going to be the end of me. They're going to be the death I of know, me. I know you can't. I know. I know you can't handle it, Banky. It'll be okay, Nagler. I It'll guess. be okay. We'll, it'll just waste the NFL. The NFL will not uh, stop wasting our life. So uh, yeah, that's just how we no, are. They, you know? they most certainly will. They most we're certainly will. We're gluttons for punishment. But you know what? We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to think about that. You know what we're going to talk about? You know what we're going to nope. focus on, Banky? The hotness. The, Let's hotness. Do the hotness. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, it's the hotness. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we talked about the good being Rashawn Gary. So, of course, if you play well, generally you'll have some highlight plays. And this week's hotness is none other than Mr. Rashawn Gary basically turning this game on its head all by himself with this rush. Look at him. Oh, quarterback, look out. Wow. I mean, I love he puts his hand up here. Yep, we got the ball. Look at him take this long arm of the – yeah, I'm under that and bye. Whole game changes in that instant. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the hotness. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so, Banky, now that we've got the hotness out of the way, you ready for uh, some Packers news? Uh, we got to eat our vegetables, I guess. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Time to do it. All right, the news. And, uh, God, heard Jermon allude to it. <laughs> Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are on the COVID-19 list. And I know, I hear you. So many folks are holding out hope about Devontae Adams Possibly getting a second negative test. Maybe hitting up the plane supersonic Maybe. tomorrow. I'm not holding my breath, people. Maybe a miracle happens. Oh, my God. That would be so epic, though. It would be. be. so it epic. Really it was be. a false positive, and then he gets one, and he gets the false negative. And the Packers are like, get on the plane, get on the plane, get on the plane. And, you know, Tyler oh, will be tracking so the plane, and we'll have, like, the flight Man, info, so and we'll sweet. know exactly when he lands, and it'll be crazy. No, Tyler won't be tracking the plane. Isn't he on his honeymoon? No, no, no. He's with us. He's at the – He's no, no, no. This oh, okay. week he's here. He'll, he'll be – he's at the – what do you call it? The pep rally tonight in Arizona. Oh, sweet. And then awesome. uh, tomorrow he'll be with us for the game, and then he's then he's gone for a while. 
But sweet. Uh, yeah. So Devontae Allen on the COVID list. Packers activate Malik Taylor off the COVID list. I think most people probably forgot that Malik was even on it for the last couple weeks. But it's Malik that's actually is back. That's uh, Malik Taylor had a really good uh, uh, training camp. No doubt. Uh, Got to be. Honest I agree. With you. I totally agree. Really good good preseason. Camp, good so. tra- camp. So two, two, two. Tremont's point. I thought he made a really good. I thought he made a really valid point at the end of that interview, uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I know we, we're going to talk about it in offense a little bit, right. but. Malik Taylor is going to be one of those guys. You wonder, Nagler, if uh, if QB one decides to hit the fundamentals this week hey, and just go and just just literally like, huh? light on fire because he's just completely in the fundamental land like and thrown, throwing to any like, uh, three step drop. Anybody it, with a go. with a jersey on, he's throwing to him. That would be pretty amazing. I'm all in on that. That would be incredible. Um, next up on our news, Cheesehead TV Packers news: the NFL has approved. Another potential stock sale. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. You, too, could be an NFL owner sometime soon. Now, there's no word. on All they've done, really, is clear a hurdle that they need to clear. And yeah, they got to. The Packers have to get permission from the NFL every time they want to do this. And the SEC, right? Well, the they're, SEC. They're, they got to do NFL another, first, then it's that, SEC. There are other regulatory else, things yeah. they have to deal with. Correct. State. 100%. Um, you know the state of Wisconsin is going to be like, oh, you want to sell some Packers stock? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Can you, can you just do it all the time? Can we sell it? Exactly. The SEC's like, uh, okay. Okay, I wait, guess. what? Um, I just think what's funny about the Packers stock thing is like all the hate that comes oh, out it's about hilarious. it. It's like, it's so funny. We live in a world where people are buying uh, NFTs, which are nothing, by the yep, way. Correct. Uh, Bitcoin, which is nothing, by the way, doesn't exist. Correct. And they're hating on someone buying a piece of paper for two hundred fifty dollars. It's incredible to me. I it's know. like we live in this world that it, that that buys all this nonsense yep. that has value. Yep. And I love when people are like, "Well, it doesn't pay dividends, and it doesn't. You can't resell it, and you can't. <laughs> you know, I just like it on my wall, bro. I've paid <laughs> a lot more than two hundred and fifty dollars for things I like on my wall. By the way, no question, no Hate doubt about you. it. And you have an emotional connection to it. That is immeasurable. Like this whole idea that there are haters of, of this concept is just funny to me. Um, I almost, uh, I almost put a list of dumber Packer things that I've bought than stock. <laughs> that's a really good idea. See, that's a video. Like, that's a video for the YouTube channel. I like it, bro. There's a ton of things. Okay, like oh, I, I bought am, a bowling ball. On dude, clearance, I've been in your basement. Okay? I am well aware of I the bought- shit you have. <laughs> I know. I've- I've bought some stuff that is just so dumb. Like, I don't even think I'll ever get any money back for it. It's so dumb. Nope. And, but it's like, you know, I, I just, it's so funny to me. It's like every time the stock thing comes out. And the other thing I want to say about the stock sale is I remember, okay, like we always say, oh, I remember in the 80s when they sucked. But okay, so I do remember that. But I right. do remember there was a, I believe the stock period between uh, the, the uh, they did it one in the nineties, the right? ninety six, right after the ninety six uh, Super Bowl. Ninety six, they, they waited again right. until after the twenty ten Super Bowl. Twenty ten, right? So from nine, I remember distinctly, and we've talked about it on the show. From ninety six, I didn't get in that stock sale. I only got in the twenty ten stock sale. Yep. So I spent a long part of my life like 14 years waiting because I was like, oh, my God, if they come out with stock again, I'm on this. Like, they better yep. do it. They better do oh, it. Dude, so there's, that has literally been my mentions like all that. day today. Yes. Yeah. People have been waiting 11 years for this that missed the boat. Maybe they were 14 when it happened. Yep. It's just so funny to me. It's just it's funny. It's I know. Cute. I funny. agree. It, it is. It is hilarious. Um, 
Last piece of Packers news on the day. 97.3, the game will become Milwaukee broadcast home for the Packers radio network, which obviously wow. we have a relationship with the game in Milwaukee. We're very excited about that. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it during uh, Blogosphere, but it is a huge development. Obviously, the Packers radio network in Milwaukee has gone through WTMJ literally since the 30s, so this is a major move by the Packers. Uh, you want to talk about the offense? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Um, can we get Dylan back on his horse, please? The Arizona Cardinals are not a great run defense. They are aggressive, and they are gap shooting. They definitely commit numbers. But they are ripe for the picking. And there is no better way to beat this team than to possess the football by running it. And I think in a, you know, in a, in a game where most likely Devontae won't be there, Allen won't be there for sure, um, you know, you got to think they'll probably be splitting Aaron Jones out a little bit sometimes. And let's get AJ back in the backfield, run the football more than three times in a nice. game. You know, now obviously, yes, he's got to hold on to it, but this is a game where he can redeem himself tenfold. Oh, yeah. By just being oh, yeah. a battering ram for the Packers. That's what needs to happen. I think, uh, I think, uh, I, you know, it's funny because I say that we might be getting back to fundamentals with the offense. But at the same time, in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, Matt LaFleur, <laughs> he's probably got some trickery up his sleeve well, something, there. Something, something. Well, something, something, maybe. I feel, you know, he's got, he's, he, I don't know. You know, this is one of those games where you can kind of, you can, you can see the personality come out of a coach. You right. can you can understand how stressed is he about an undefeated team, right? So, and what I mean about that is like, is how much does he change his offense? Like, ninety percent of my brain is going, <laughs> we're gonna see empty and offset, right? And the other like ten percent of my brain is like, but maybe we'll see I form. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't think Dominic Daphne's back yet, and apparently they can't run I-form without Daphne, so I don't know. But uh, I'm with you, man. I'd bummer. love to see that. I'd love to see a bit of a change-up, right? Like something that maybe the Cardinals aren't expecting. I'm I'm with you, but I've said it all week on Daily. I'll say it again now. Like I just don't think it's in the DNA when it comes to Aaron and Matt, especially the two of them together. They're going to do what they do, and maybe the, the situation with the personnel – dictates a little bit of a change, but for the most part, I do think, yeah, they're going to run their offense. I do think they can be yep. successful doing that. It's just, uh, yes, you know, it's going to be a little, uh, little, I don't know, stressful without Devante, without question. <laughs> well, the thing is, if, if, uh, if without Devante, like, like to Tremont's point back again, uh, right. but let's belabor this because you know, I like to be <laughs> duplicative and redundant. Lo I love um, Tremont. I mean, what, what never wrong or bad to quote Tremont. That's right. But, but to Tremont's point is maybe we will be seeing, maybe we will see the, the Aaron Rodgers we all know and love where he checks down and he just runs his, runs his game. And we're not trying to, you know, force it to anybody. We're not trying to get anybody necessarily involved besides Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Right. Um, maybe, maybe we see that. I don't know. I don't know. I tell maybe. you what, I would love if this was Be a nice. game where he hits like 11 different people. Like one of those oh my where God, I love those games. I know you do. I, I know, but how great would that be? <gasps> if it was like, ev I love it like so much. Get everybody a touch. Every like legit every eligible receiver gets oh a touch. God. Like that would be so it. brilliant. Um, speaking of eligible receivers, welcome back. Nice to see you again, Bobby Tunyon. 
Bobby Ooh, Tunyon in the end zone. Him. I mean, yes. that was a great route, a play, too. A place he lived in last year, he too. He did, indeed. Maybe this place is the start. In. Start of a run. Maybe. For Tunyon. I mean, don't forget, he had multiple in that Monday nighter last year, so maybe he starts to do that on Thursday night this year. Um, it was just great. Down for it. It was a great route uh, uh, for the touchdown, but overall, my, he did not have a good game in Chicago. Really nice bounce-back game for him against Washington on Sunday. And this is what I'm talking about when I talk about A.J. Like, you can have a bad game. Now, obviously, A.J. sins of two fumbles, one of them lost. That's huge and noticeable. But, you know, Bobby didn't have a good game down there in Chicago, and he bounced back and had a really good game against, you know, against Chicago and the good game against Washington. So hopefully A.J. Yeah. can do the same thing. But it's just nice to see yep. Tunyon kind of shake off some of that, oh, what's happened to Bobby? What's, what, why isn't... You know, why aren't they using him? Why isn't he productive? Well, you know, there he is. See, still productive, still really good. Um, just nice to have him back in the flow of the offense and definitely going to be needed tomorrow night in Arizona. Yes. Without question. Uh, speaking of, well, we were just talking about it. All hands got to be on deck. This, Need everybody. This is it. Need everybody. This here. is why you have the depth that you have, whether it's Equiminius St. Brown, whether they bring up a Juwan Winfrey. Malik Taylor being yep. back. Like, oh, Juwan Winfrey. That's I'm just saying. I mean, wow. I don't know. I, but maybe they roll with what they got. But <laughs> he's been up once already this year when they had Devontae and Allen. So it yep. stands to reason there's a good chance that they bring him up. Um, it's just one of those games, man, where they got everybody's got to contribute. Everybody has to kind of be on the same page. Everybody has to be obviously not available, just available, but productive and minding their P's and Q's, and really on point when it comes to the fundamentals. You, you keep saying it, and you're kind of joking, but you're kind of a billion percent spot on in the sense of if there's ever a time in a game coming on a short week where you haven't been able to practice, you've had walkthroughs, you know, you did yeah. drill stuff last week in preparation for this game. As a player, you have got to be on it 100% fundamentally. This is where you have to lean into it because also – you probably don't have a ton of volume when it comes to your scheme. So you have got to lean into your fundamentals, and that has got to be on point. So all hands on yeah. deck tomorrow night in that regard. Well, and, and the thing the thing about the offense this year that I think has been frustrating for most people is, you know, we're used to the Packers stepping up to the competition. Uh, and, you know, I want to see that from the offense. And to your point about, like, there's not as many opportunities, which means that you've got to take the checkdowns. You can't just take six throwaways right. for the game because that's six opportunities that you're just not going to get in this game. That's um, a really good point. So, that's really good. The the sense of, like, if it's not there, don't, don't be, like, throwing it deep. That's a 50-50 that might end up something, whatever. This is a game where you just want to possess the football. Take that checkdown. Play in rhythm. More than anything, this is a game where Rodgers needs to play in rhythm. And I think he will, to Tremont's point, and what you've just I echoed. Think he will, yeah. It's the idea of, all right, I know I'm a little short-staffed, so to speak. Um, this is a game where I just got to get the ball out of my hands, let my playmakers do their thing. And I think they will, 100%. No doubt about it. Uh, anything else before we head to the defensive side of the ball, Corey? Oh, the, you know, you mean, the, you mean the top five defense in the NFL? The, is that the defense you're talking about? That would be one of them, yeah, definitely. Uh, mm. I'll tell you what. Actually, I think they're better than five now. I don't know where they ended up, Nagler, because I didn't do my job for the show and, and do any <laughs> And look notes. up your stats. So, yeah, I was going to look up my defensive stats because I felt like the defense deserved that. Well, and you know what? I didn't really – um, 
they they deserved it and uh, and and I didn't deliver. So, uh, but I do believe that uh, I do believe they're going to be better than five when when we see the uh, the graphics on display because we saw we saw overall five uh, last on week, Sunday uh, right. last Sunday. Um, so this defense, who would have thunk it, huh, Nagler? Who would have thunk? It's it? kind of crazy. You know who thunk it? No one. You know who thunk it? No one. No, Who's I think that? a couple of dudes who paint a fence right Jerry next to Gray. your house. The, the, the D-Train. Oh, yeah. The D-Train. And those guys, yeah, D-Train. It's on point. Yeah. On point. It is really funny. It is really funny uh, that uh, Nagler's talking about Zane and Spencer, our, uh, our local artists that we support. Uh, they do the Packers fence. They've done it now for almost, I think this was the seventh year. might have been the sixth year. Um, incredible. And their idea, because uh, uh, Rashawn had been like, uh, actually, Kenny Clark, had told Spencer, "Hey, you got to get me on the fence." <laughs> Kenny Clark actually like advocated for himself. It's a great story, and I it's so that. good because Spencer was like really excited to meet Kenny, and because like who wouldn't be excited of to meet course. Kenny? He's, he's a pretty amazing dude. Naturally, um, and so Kenny was like, "Hey, I got to get on that fence." And so, you know, I think a lot of people were very surprised when you know the Packers fence decided the guys and and Packers fence decided to release a D train. They're like, "What?" But it's very prescient. Yes. Very, 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 Ooh, very, very prescient. You. With the fifty cent word, very good, Mister. Is that a fifty Banky. cent word? Very wow. good. Okay. That's much more than a twenty five cent word. I'll tell you that. That's prescient. Got amazing. It. And you pronounced it correctly. Amazing, Banky. I'm so impressed. Well done, sir. Well done. <sighs> I'm I'm only here to impress you, Nate. Uh, I mean, clearly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the defense <laughs> since we're here. Let's um, do it. What a okay. debut for Whitney Merciless. This guy was legit on the team for what forty eight hours. And then went out there and played 40% of the snaps. I mean, the guy had two practices, and then he played. Like, that's insane to me. Now, I know he's a veteran. He's played in the NFL for a long time. But, man, what a job. And he played well. That's the other thing. Like, you could see this guy's got some stuff left in the tank. So, man, it's just nice to be able to <laughs> have this guy on the street and go, yep, bring him on over and have him produce. Uh, I just... Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a debut, and they're going to need him tomorrow night. Well, you got to imagine, yeah, and you got to imagine like that was just the beginning. Yes, a hundred percent. And tomorrow, you know, I, I know clearly you're, you're hoping Preston's back, but there's you know Preston is listed as questionable for the Thursday night game, so I got to suspect Whitney's going to see a, a number of snaps regardless. Hope you know, hope we keep kind of growing from that performance against Washington because man, that was a nice debut. Um, Speaking of nice performances, Chandon Sullivan got the pick. And I think everybody saw his social stuff where he, you know, his dad was in the crowd literally the first time ever watching him in the NFL. So great. He gets an interception. So amazing. Gives his dad the football. It's incredible. A, number one, holy fucking hell, that's awesome. Uh, and then second, uh, Chandon really stepped up in that game in its entirety. Not just on that play. Obviously, it's a nice pick, etc. Yeah. But man, this is a guy who's had He's been a bit up and down. I don't think anyone's going to confuse him for a superstar, but you know he has played well, uh, much better as of late. And I do think some of that probably is because you know they've had to move guys around. There's a lot of different packages yep. happening. Yep. Uh, and he's been allowed to do a couple different things. But man, uh, he played well. He had a nice game, just even outside the interception. I thought it was just nice to see. Obviously, get that pick and give it to his dad. That's awesome. But overall, I just wanted to give him, him a shout-out because I, I don't know if people realize, like, he had a pretty solid game overall, I thought. 
That was just me. I didn't realize he had. I knew he had the pick, but I didn't realize it. Um, that's why I have you, Nagler, because you watch all the tape. <laughs> but um, I lost my glove. Uh, here's the thing I want to say about uh, Chandon Sullivan uh, getting this opportunity is you got to imagine a six-win team right now, just looking a little bit ahead, No, regardless right. of what happens against Arizona, sure. right, whether right. we win or lose. It's really kind of fascinating. You know, we do get uh, Jair back at some point, hopefully. Yep. Cross our fingers. Yep. Yep. Uh, we do get Kevin King back at some point. I, I do think that would be nice, right? That's possible. Mm-hmm. And then we got Eric Stokes. We got Chandon Sullivan. It's like somebody, you know, we're going to have some actual, like, experienced veterans late in the season playing nickel corner. We're going to have experienced veterans on the rotation when we want to play press, right? We want to play a little bit of dirty press, get Jair in there, you know, get uh, Eric Stokes in there. Then we turn around. We're now playing press. We've got Kevin King, Chandon Sullivan. Yay, mix it up a little bit. I mean, it's got to bode well for uh, the Packers depth chart over, over, you know, once we get over these injuries, which Tremont talked about too with, you know, Z, like the fact that our, that the fact that we got so much uh, pressure uh, uh, without Preston and Z, um, it's interesting to see if, if we do ever get uh, Z back, what that's going to be like too. Cross my fingers. I mean, I'm going to hold my breath though. Um, Finally, on the defensive side of the ball, obviously, we we mentioned a little bit about, Devontae and Allen, the other COVID development this week is Joe Barry not being with the team, not traveling. He is on the COVID-19 list as well. Uh, Jerry Gray, it's your moment, buddy. It's kind of bizarre, wild to me that Jerry Gray interviewed for the job, didn't get it, but now here he is, Mm. and he's going to call this game on the defensive side of the ball. It's great. I mean, obviously he's got experience, been a defensive coordinator twice in the league. Um, I'm fascinated to see, and I know obviously they've spent the week game planning, which Joe has been very involved with. Uh, we heard from Jerry earlier today talking about, you know, Joe's been zooming in for all the meetings, etc. So the game plan is set and you have certain calls for situational football as far as, okay, this, these are our first and tens. If they come out with this personnel, this is our red zone stuff. This is our, uh, you know, third and long stuff, etc. But I am really kind of fascinated by this aspect of this game the fact that you know jerry hasn't called a game in a long time and now here it is now the the keys are yours drive it you know i'm i'm really kind of fascinated to see if anything is noticeably different i doubt it will be but you never really know well here's the thing and you know you know more about the nfl rules but i'm surprised with covid that with coaches especially is there no ability for Joe Barry to operate remotely at all? Like, can he, is there rules against him doing anything like being on a phone call or being in a zoom or, or like, you know, even with the coaching staff, like, are there rules against that? There, I just don't what, know. What's and weird I, is there I'm are not trying to put you on the spot. No, no, there, there are in the sense of um, what is allowed. What's funny though, is that like, I remember last year during the playoffs, they made an exception because of COVID uh, for um, what's it? I can't remember the Browns coach's name, but you know he coached from his home. So I do think maybe possibly maybe a loophole was closed or something. But yeah, no, he is not allowed. And I do think part of it is they don't want people to have. Well, what's some stopping kind of, him from getting on a Zoom with like an assistant coach up well, in the booth? Right? Essentially, That's be happening, right? technically, physically, nothing. Like he totally could. It would be against. But there are rules. It would against be against it. the rules, though. Yes, you're not allowed communications. You're not allowed electronic communications outside of the sideline uh, because remember back in the day the Browns uh, GM whose name is escaping me was fined and basically banished. I think he was suspended for texting 
during a game, uh, his thoughts down to the huh. sideline. Like, you, there's all sorts of rules in place about electronic communication, et cetera. You know, and some of it is antiquated, but some of it is, you know, they're trying to make sure that everyone's on a level playing field. You know, if Joe Barry yeah, yeah, sees yeah, 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 something, totally. whatever. It blah, would blah, be blah, funny blah. is, you yeah. know, how you know, it would be funny if they had, like, Devontae on an iPad. And then they had, right. like, Joe Barry right. on an iPad. Right. And so you could be like, Talking hey, Devontae, what's up? And yeah, like, and yeah, he's yeah, like, hey, I see this. I'm seeing this on TV. I yeah. saw this thing. I just rewinded. You got this guy beat over here. You got this. I mean, like, it would be. It'd <laughs> it would be, be very, it's kind of interesting. It would be cool as hell. Because, you know, they're not dead. They're not. No, they're not. They're you know, they're they'll just, be watching they the game. They can't be bro, around. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Let them talk. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, all right, speaking of this Cardinals game, let's take a quick look at it. Let's take a quick look at the Cardinals. The big headline which is not even that big from what I'm seeing on Twitter or what have you, is that J.J. Watt is out for this game. He's got a shoulder injury, didn't practice all week, and was declared out today. I like it. I mean, I like it. That I mean, I understand he doesn't Hate have a ton of— to tell of, you, but I like it. He doesn't have a ton of sacks, but he has a ton of pressures this year. And, you know, every little bit that you get— I know they get Chandler Jones back, who was he himself was on the COVID list the last couple of weeks— he is a sack master. He has something to deal with. He's a he's a presence. He's a force. But Watt being out, that's a break for the Packers. You can't look at it any other way. And then the other injury kind of note is that I know Hopkins, who is one of, you know, obviously the highest paid wide receiver. Devontae probably lays claim to the best wide receiver in the league. But Hopkins did not practice all week either. And he is a true game-time decision. Now, most people expect him to play, but... It's something to look for, if, especially since he did not, you know, participate in any walkthrough practice, whatever. Um, mm. Just something to look for. He's obviously that that would be okay. that would be a great development for Green Bay, especially on a week where they're dealing with all the nonsense they're dealing with. Um, this Cardinals defense, very aggressive. I talked about it earlier. Very much a single high safety defense, which under normal circumstances, if Devontae was playing, that would be. Aaron Rodgers' eyes getting huge, you know, man up a, a whatever side Devontae's on and get going. Um, but they do like to pressure. They do like to send numbers. And they get home on occasion, and it works, and it, it looks good. But I tell you what, they can be taken advantage of. And when they don't hit with their blitzes, they, they are gashed. They are not a great run defense. They're an opportunistic one. And that's why I said earlier about A.J. Dillon, you know, running the football on this team makes a ton of sense. Uh, finally, the Cardinals offense. Uh, I want to shout out to Maggie Loney, who put this up uh, on uh, on her uh, piece today for Cheesehead TV. I love this stat. They have five players already with 30 or more targets. Five players. This is like the anti-Devante. This is, mm. we are going to like throw it to everybody all the time. Um, they definitely spread it around. And that's why, you know, obviously Hopkins is is a major player, but now they have Ertz, who scored a touchdown last week. They have A.J. Green. They have backs who can kill you. Like They they are a problem, which is why I keep saying, I've said this on Daily a few times, I think this is a game where the plan for the Packers is most likely pretty conservative in the sense of we're going to try and keep everything in front of us. Yes, you're going to get yours. Um, you're definitely going to move the ball. Obviously, Kyler Murray is a major talent, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just – Make them paper cut you to death. That's that to me that you gotta play off. Don't allow big plays because that's what they're looking for. Um, but they're gonna get theirs. There's no doubt about it. Uh, all right, Banky. Any, anything else before we uh, do what we do? No, let's do it. All right, let's go for let's it. Let's do it, Al. 
This week in the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. As we mentioned at the top of the show during the news segment, 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee is taking over the Milwaukee broadcast for the Packers radio network. We here at Cheesehead TV could not be more excited about this. We are Nagler. I have breaking news. Yes. I have breaking news, yes, Nagler. Yes, I, have na- I have breaking news. I just got a text from from Drew at uh, ninety seven point three. The game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, iHeartRadio has made a determination that Watch Party will be Aaron Nagler and Corey Binky will be the play by play announcers for the game. <laughs> breaking news. You heard it here first. God, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Nagler no. getting all drunk and angry at, at, at YouTube comments <laughs> on the official Packers Radio Network. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Oh my god. Go we would be it would be we would be fired before so, the first quarter. So ended. quickly. So quickly. It would be like it would be like pregame and then it'd be like, no, no, we've made a mistake. <laughs> we've, we've made, made a, mistake. a mistake. What have we done? But I will say, hey, hey, but it, it, <laughs> honestly and truthfully, and this is this is legit. Uh, we are obviously partnered with IR 97.3 The Game. We are thrilled about it. We're thrilled about this development. Uh, this offseason, or even probably even before the offseason, we are going to be talking with the guys at 97.3 The Game, Drew, KB, Zabe, all the guys that you have heard me on their station. Uh, you've heard Corey at times. We are going to be expanding our footprint, so to speak, with the game in Milwaukee. Um, what that looks like, no idea yet, but we will be doing more with them going forward, uh, covering the Packers, being on those airwaves, in turn them coming on with us. Obviously, I already do the post-game show. I mean, doing a lot more of that. We'll be doing some events. We might be doing an event in a couple weeks uh, there in Green Bay, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. But I just want, you know, we just want to say how thrilled we are uh, with this development. Love iHeart getting it. And look, I think this is great for Packers fans, ultimately. It's one of the reasons we partnered with them in the first place. We saw the potential, and thankfully, they, for whatever reason, saw potential with us. And, yeah, just the the growth opportunity here is amazing. Everything from activations on the road for away games, stuff in Green Bay, more programming, more content, a lot coming, a lot coming from this partnership. It took the Packers – it only took the Packers – Less than 91 years, 92 <laughs> years, about 92 years, to go from AM to FM. Right. I mean, you know, the wheels of justice you know. turn slowly. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I saw a lot of tweets that were like, people are like, it's still on AM? They couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, it is It is kind of crazy that they've been with TMJ in Milwaukee since 1932, I believe. 1932. Oh, I thought it was 29. I think it's wow. 32. I read the release today. It was 32, but that's insane. Wow, that's incredible. That's insane. Um, but I, we, like I said, we couldn't be more thrilled with this uh, partnership with iHeart. You're going to be seeing and hearing a lot more from us. So I apologize in advance. Uh, all right. Are people saying anything on the uh, social channels there, Benky? Yeah, we got some. We got some socials. Team teams ready for this. Mm. Um, here we go. We got the first one is from – oh, let, let me go to the queue. Sorry, sorry. Uh, user error. <laughs> user error. User error. Uh, I'm in two. All right, so we got Dave Van Zummeren. Tremendous. My fave memory is the pick in Atlanta 2010 playoffs right before half. Amazing. Me too. Tremendous. So we talked about it. Yep. Uh, Dave, no doubt. 
He's the man. And then we got Titletown Kid, uh, Go Pack Go, Tremont in the building. You know, obviously, for those of you that they came here late, make sure to rewind because the beginning is a much, much more interesting <laughs> segment than True. the uh, than the middle and the end. Um, then we got uh, Facebook, Yerlin Viquez Ramirez. I love you from Costa Rica. Oh, thank love you it. so much. Love it. Thank you from Facebook. We got Terry Graff from Facebook. Go Pack Go from Phoenix, Arizona. Huh? What's okay, up in Phoenix? Okay. Are, are you going to the – wait, wait. Is Terry going to the – oh, he's probably already there. Facebook. Going to the – Yeah, uh, brother. The it's like I'm him here. Hope so. Haven't seen any pics yet. Haven't seen any pics. Uh, then we got Titletown Kid again. SoCal Packerbackers. I wanted to give a shout-out to SoCal so, Packerbackers. They're amazing. Here in Arizona. They do amazing Representing stuff. the pack yes. out in the desert. Go Pack Go. SoCal Packerbackers. They were here a couple weeks ago. The, the two home games ago. So it was more than a couple weeks ago. Uh, they were they're awesome. Uh, huge, huge, huge West Coast uh, Packer fan base. Uh, love those guys. Uh, Patrick Forney with the Super Chat. Thank you, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? 38. A lot of emojis. Go Pack Go. Love me some Tremont. Um, uh, who doesn't? Uh, Andrew Ware. Thanks for the Super Chat. Uh, 38 with the, with the hand clapping. You know, uh, Larry Ellert on Facebook. Uh, class act. And I do not think he's talking about you, Nick. I, I'm, just, I'm pretty I'm sure he's put not. that out there. Correct. Just going to put that Correct. out there. Tiffany Greenheck on Facebook. This is great. Thanks, Tremont. Uh, couldn't couldn't uh, agree more. Thank you, Tremont. Uh, Lori Severino. Uh, hey, Lori, how's it going? Hi, thanks Lori. for thanks for being a supporter. He was awesome. I agree. Titletown Kid. That interview was on fire with Tremont. I agree. I I, I could have taken more of that. David Arioli. Thanks for the super chat. We winning. Couldn't agree more. There with it you, is. David. I, I like the there way it is. I like the way you it was think in the wind for winning. there for a little bit, but now David has decreed it. We winning. Uh, I like it. I like it. And then we got. Oh, I, I lost my place, you guys. Oh boy. Dustin Shewitt, thanks for the super <laughs> chat. Growing up, Grandpa always told me that he had the Packers stock for each of his grandsons. Turns out that was the Alzheimer's <laughs> talking. <laughs> Bought mine in 2011. <laughs> well, Dustin. I, uh, and you know Dustin's Grandpa right behind Shewitt, that with you know, one. He was, you know, he's a good Grandpa guy. But he's, he's, Grandpa was like, "Yeah, I'm it. leaving you my Packer stock. I got him for you." Dustin, it's let like, me tell you that. Let me uh, tell you this, Dustin. That's better than you know your dad being willed your his father-in-law's my grandpa's season tickets and him passing on them because the Packers were terrible at the time. So just uh, enjoy your stock, buddy. There you go. Uh, Dustin, again, thanks for Super Chat, by the way. Again, Elton Jenkins eligible. The man can play every position on the line phenomenally. So next logical step is tackle eligible for a TD. Pappies. All in. Appreciate love you. It. I'm, I'm, I'm down with I'm actually down with that. I would love to I know they uh, have it in the playbook. The they ran it two summers ago. But at that point, it was to Justin McRae. But they have never run it under Matt LaFleur. But I know they have it. Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. Do they do they have jumbo in the playbook? Oh yeah, let's get a, let's get a <gasps> bunch of jumbo in. Let's do it. What you know? They but have that ain't, jumbo. That ain't, that ain't empty oh, spread. You know goodness. that's just not how they roll. Oh my god! If I heard <laughs> someone is eligible, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> if I hear those words and we're on the goal line stand right. and I hear some number, big seventy number or whatever, right. is eligible. 
I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> uh, Andrew Ware, thanks for Super Chat. I got my stock for Christmas as an adult from my parents. I asked for it as a joke. I figured they weren't going to spend that much. It's framed, hanging in my living room. These haters can F off. <laughs> I, I agree, Andrew. I completely agree. Awesome. And then we got uh, we got Cheesehead TV. We cannot wait to see you folks tomorrow for the Cheesehead TV watch party. Family can overcome anything. Great point, Cheesehead TV. Uh, then we got our friend Matt Mamba. What's All up, Matt? hands got to be on deck. Me not learning my lesson, ordering Taco Bell late at night again. Word. <laughs> Been there, Matt. Uh, you know, it happens sometimes. Been there, Matt. Happens. Johnny Rivers, thanks for the super chat. Elevating Juwan shows how magnanimous MLF can be. Using a roster spot just so the Lions aren't the only win freeze <laughs> in the NFL is true sportsmanship. Appreciate well played, uh, Johnny. that, well Johnny. Well played, Johnny. Dustin coming at us. He Dustin is just loving giving us I love the super it. chats. I'm so all I in, baby. This. Most people hating on Packers stock are fans of teams that hang wild card and divisional championship banners. Fake team. Hashtag fake yeah. team. True. True story. True story. Jared, uh, love transplants. Go Pack Go. Hey, I appreciate, Hi, I appreciate that love. Um, Go Pack Go 297 with the super chat. From this, I'm assuming Devontae tested positive. Uh, he tested positive initially, but he still could do some tests, right, Nagler? We're still in that. Well, we don't know world. what the results are today. That's the thing. And then he's got to test again tomorrow. And those are results we. But it, but don't te- have yet. but but the idea is if he if 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 it's a lot of key, uh, preposition. If he tested negative today and he tested negative tomorrow, he could go on a plane. Potentially, and be yes. That's the. He's going to get on Wonder Woman's but Invisible If he jet. tests positive today, it's over, it's right? Over. It's like Correct. it's no, it's a negative and negative he's got to have. Yep. Uh, Mark, thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate that. Uh, on nice big fats. He's got nothing to say, just from just, Mark. So, Mark, being, oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Being supportive. If the pack wins Thursday, it will be a miracle. If they lose, it means nothing. You know what, Mark? I like the way you think. <laughs> I, I, miracle, I, think I don't know way. if it rises to miracle. They're a pretty good team. Oh, no. It's not a miracle. They're a pretty good team. Okay. I don't know if miracle is the right word, but you're right that it means nothing if they lose. Correct. Other than maybe yeah. some playoff seeding down the road. Maybe. We'll a whole lot of nothing. Then we got Nicholas Miles. Nicholas Miles, thanks for Super Chat. I'm late. Did Perry get to speak to her guy, Tremont? Is Perry here? No, she's not. Is she here? What happened? I missed it. If she is. What did I? I, mi- I missed it. I would have loved to have her uh, speak to Tremont. D. Waxen, 28 last night, 38 tonight. Thanks, guys. Go pack. That's what I'm M- talking about. Motherfucking go. I mean, you know, uh, AJ, I feel like AJ's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder right now. Did you, you get that sense from him in yep. the in the, in the show? Bit, I, I got that sense from him. He's got a little I got focus. like a sense of like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking here. Yep. I'm here. Yep. I'm going to talk about some cool shit. But like, I'm not. I'm not wallowing. I'm not done here, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not done. I'm in it. I, I, I appreciate that. For those of you, uh, for those of you that missed it, uh, definitely check out Carrie the G uh, from. Uh, it wasn't last night. That Monday. Was Monday night. Monday right? night. Oh yeah. All my days are going <laughs> I know, by. Dude. I, I see know. you every day now online. It's great. I, know. I it's love cr- it. It's a little crazy. Um, well, that's all we got. Hey. Oh no, no, no. Got one more super chat. Just got in under the wire. 
from GoPetGo297. Yeah, sorry. I meant if you tested positive today. Sorry for the misunderstanding. Haha, GoPetGo. Love you guys. Corey, your energy is contagious as fuck. Hey, appreciate you. Figured you knew what was going on, GoPetGo297. But you know what? Some of the people that came here late that missed Tremont, rewind, rewind. <laughs> Go back right now. Rewind and watch Tremont because he's coming to you from, like, the palace. I think he's taking over, like, Saudi Arabia or but something. Did you hear I think him? He's like, did you hear I, him? He's like, what? all thanks to Green Bay. Like, man. Yeah, it was great. That guy's living he's like, large. No, this isn't. I love it. He's like, he's like, no, this isn't someone's palace. This, <laughs> this is, is my, my home. House. This is my home. This is my home, home Banky. <laughs> Shut the F up. We got one more I'm going to add to the queue because I got to give some love to Facebook. Right. We're going to end it with this. Michael Dehart, go pack go. Love you, Facebook. Uh, not Facebook, the platform, but the people that are watching on Facebook. Uh, Absolutely, a little, little bit different. That is a but, uh, very thank important you, distinction. Thank yes. you all for the uh, the the uh, super chats and the shout outs and being here to watch Sherman be amazing. and the support. Hey, and look, we know super chats. However, you come to Cheesehead TV, simply hitting like on the video means the world to us. Please, if you if you want to really support what we do, head over to patreoncom TV. Show us some love there. All we ask is $5 a month. It supports everything we do with the brand. Um, it really means a lot. It really does. It, I always say it's the lifeblood of what we do here at Cheesehead TV. We actually have a new associate producer who's going to see their name in the credits tonight. It was pretty exciting. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, you got anything else, Banky, before we uh, shove off here? No, but I'll, I'll see you in about 24, how many? 23 hours? Is that what I'm going to see you? Yeah. You'll Kick see, off you'll, at 7.20. You'll see me tomorrow night. On Thursday nights? Yep. I don't watch Thursday night time. because it's usually a shit game. This is like, the, usually Thursday night is like, sh- this is the first Thursday night game that was actually they're good gonna, teams. They're going to break pretty, pretty viewing hilarious. records tomorrow. That's my that's my prediction. It's going to be. There's a, no doubt it's about a Thursday it. So, yeah, so, it. This is, there was some convoluted thing about like how this is the first, like, first time like a, Two teams, only one loss, blah, 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 since the start of Thursday night, whatever. So, you know. It, so basically, non shitty teams yeah, are playing on Thursday precisely. night. Precisely. <laughs> so it's going to be, I think it's going to be an insanely, uh, a well viewed game, so to speak. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yes, we'll be here tomorrow night, a watch party. Make sure you're here. 23 hours and 40 minutes. TV. It's going to be a lot of fun. It. That'll here do it go. for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. What do we like to do? Put the best what out there? Come on, Nagler, help me out. Best five, all right? Best five.